Hi, this is Shika. Hi, this is Emily. And this is the Shika and Emily show. So, um, right now, um, my husband is on a bachelor trip out of town and he left earlier today. So I'm at home by myself with the young one and, um, a couple of things about this. So like one, I don't know if you or other listeners have ever lived by themselves. I, um, I basically went from like my mom's house to like my college occupancies to my mom's house again and <laughs> living with my husband. Um, so like as an adult, besides being in college, I never lived by myself or with a roommate. Um, in like post college, post grad world. Um, but while I was in college, I had roommates. Um, but there was a summer where I did live by myself in on campus apartments. And so like, that was like, basically like, for three months, I lived by myself. And while I lived by myself, I wasn't like, super like paranoid about um, being by myself in a house. Like I'd come home and I felt fine and comfortable. Um, I was totally fine being by myself. But it's weird now that I'm married. And when my husband leaves for the weekend, I have to like, check every door I have to check underneath the bed and I have to make sure that everything's like triple locked which I mean I've checked to make sure things are triple locked before but I I realized that when I'm by myself um and like my husband's gone I become way more paranoid than I did like that summer that I lived by myself and like is this Mm. just like a me thing or is or like I know um with like quarantine and COVID and stuff, you probably haven't had a lot of time away from your spouse, but just even if you could think about like previously when you lived with someone and have you ever, did you ever feel that way when they left for the weekend? Are you asking me? Yeah, you're the other person on the show. Oh, the other person. <laughs> right, right. I right, am by so. myself. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I guess I haven't, um, I kind of feel that way even with another human being residing in the same vicinity as me. Mm -hmm. Okay, whenever I lived alone, I have lived alone like once and a half. And those were great times. I don't recall being, I don't recall being like extra vigilant about locking up. But I did have a habit of essentially, like, locking up any time I came back inside. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a a function of using the door. I would keep it locked. So I think that helped. But I guess I've never really experienced, like, living or, like, existing alone in my personal space. And the same... No, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm answering I guess. Well, I think I'm going around in circles in my mind. So just like when I lived by myself, I was like, it was like my normal to be by myself. And so I was comfortable being by myself. Like I wasn't paranoid that someone like snuck into my house or (laughs) like right now that like Kelby's not here. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to go outside at when it's dark because like someone can sneak into my house but I didn't have those thoughts when I lived by myself okay like like so did like so now are you do you feel like if like your significant other like left or like whenever you had a roommate did you feel like more like anxious when they left and it's not because I'm afraid of being alone or I don't like being alone I just am more like hyper aware I guess of the fact that like I am alone yeah um yes stated that way 100% even now I like whenever I'm going into a new room late at night I kind of I half expect or like imagine oh 
there's going to be a stranger standing right here in the middle of this room whenever I turn the corner. Mm -hmm. And then I turn the corner and they're not there. (laughs) Have you ever? I'm getting ready for it. Oh, yeah. No, I did the same thing. Have you ever, like, thought you heard something and you start just, like, yelling like a crazy person while you're in the house by Uh, yourself? If I've started, see, oh, okay. That's actually, that's something that I should maybe implement. It just started raining. How magical. Um, yeah, it's something that I Im- need to implement because what actually happens with me is if I think that I hear somebody in the house, I freeze, go silent, stealth mode, and I'm also hard of hearing, and so it makes it makes the situation that much more confusing and awkward to me. Mm. However, yelling seems very effective. <laughs> No one's no one's ever yelled back, thankfully. Um, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> but yeah, there are times where I'm just like, if you're here, come out. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't. All wanna, right. Like, I don't want to <laughs> be playing this game. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll mm-hmm. like check everything, and then I'll like shut the door behind me. So like, if like they were hiding really well, they would have to like oh. open the door, and I would like notice, you know. Oh, okay. You're okay. You're saying like if they were trying to hide deep in the residence, like like deep in my like, like if I like skinned my closet, but they were, like right. actually in my the closet, doors I didn't would see be it, but sign. then the doors would be a sign. <sighs> okay. Uh, I know. I am. Um, I'm a lover. So my, go ahead. well, um, so there like the trend of like murder mystery podcasts mm-hmm. is something that it's perked my attention because I did watch things like Dateline and the first 48 whenever I was like a young adolescent. Mm-hmm. So it like, it captures my attention um, for the like short season that I did listen to murder podcasts. I started having very invasive dreams oh. and that like, that was the it there that was the end for me because like that was too much I couldn't also be like dreaming about gruesome murders yeah that's that's hard I am dream that you had oh don't answer that if you don't want to well I I don't remember uh that's a good answer no I I wouldn't be able to tell you um so that's that's my current life right now um but also but at the at the time I want to say like at the time that this is being released, you are no longer at home alone. No, I will not be. Um, For your safety. Thank, thank you. <laughs> um, so also, the bachelor party had, like, a theme of, like, the first night that they're all going to wear, like, different costumes. And so, okay. Kelby was trying to think of a costume to wear. And um, he decided, oh, it was, like, wrestling themed, I, I believe, is the costume. So, like, the... Um, groom to be or whatever he wanted everyone the bachelor he wanted everyone to dress in like wrestling costumes and I was thinking like um I'm not gonna be able to say the term right because I can't think of it in my head but like kind of like a nacho libre yeah like mucho libre yes I said nacho libre like that Jack Black movie like the movie yeah Mm um I was thinking of like that was the first thought in my head and then um Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kelby was like oh I'm gonna go ask Stone Cold Steve Austin I'm like oh just like any wrestling I got it and I'm like okay cool and I was like that's that's like a simple um costume to do and that's kind of why he chose it and so we went to the thrift store to like get him some jeans to like cut off and uh, maybe try to find like a jean vest or jacket um and he's like in extra points if they have like a stone cold steve austin shirt i'm like "Mm, that's Mm. (laughs) that's not gonna happen (laughs) um like he was relevant like 20 years ago and i i doubt you'd be able to find that um at the right one at the right place i think you could but i don't really i didn't think that was gonna happen at like our local one by our house, and so right. and and I did not find it. And there's a lot of like black t-shirts to have to like go through to try to find like the print. And I wasn't mm-hmm. about that life. Um, and so I was like, you know, we can just like make a shirt because like and 
don't know if you ever watched wrestling or remember Stone Cold Steve Austin's like shirt, mm-hmm. but it was just like Austin three sixteen, like basically what he yeah. wore. And so um, he had the idea to put the bachelor's name and then three sixteen on it since it's like. And so, um, I was like, you know, go to Hobby Lobby, get some, like, iron-on letters, get a black t-shirt, like, we'll do it. And so we had a whole craft night, because we also did, like, uh, Mother's Day, like, handmade gifts with Logan, and so it was a a whole craft night, um, in our household, but it, like, was totally nostalgic, because I used to do that stuff all the time. And I was like, this is bringing back memories. So I had to, like, play, like, my high school, like, playlist. <laughs> cool. <laughs> While we did it. And it turned out nice. Um, I was like, I still got it. Woo. Yeah. But that was, that was fun. And um, he is having a blast with his costume. Um, he looked just like Stone Cold Steve Austin. But my question was going to be, like, do you recall having a favorite costume um, from your childhood or from, like, college? Or, like, what was your favorite costume and why? I've had a lot of fun costumes before. My costume game, like, definitely, like, got good once I got to, like, college. Um, ah. And I, like, go, like, thrift store shopping and I could, you know, buy my costume and make it. Mm-hmm. I dressed up, like, a handful of times when I was a kid, but it was mostly, like, the same costume um, or something really simple just from my closet. So it was fun, mm-hmm. like, really getting into it when I was in college. What did you dress up as as a kid? Um, I only really remember, like, one costume, and I was, a like, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was from, like, a trash bag. I did. I think I, I, think I had, like, a witch costume. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but spending money on costumes weren't really in our, in our budget. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes we just would go in our clothes. Um, but I, I can't really remember, um, any costumes that I had. My favorite childhood costume was a bumblebee. I thought I looked so cute. Still think I look cute. Bumblebees are cute. My favorite costume as an adult. I dressed up as Robin from Batman and Robin one time, and that felt really fun and complete, and I enjoyed it a lot. Mm. I haven't had any. Haven't had any costumes recently. The last costume I had was Freddy Krueger, mix of Freddy Krueger and Kroger the grocery store chain. Mm. It was a deep cut. We also um for the last bachelor party I went to, we had a couple different dress up things. Um, it was like a Schitt's Creek kind of a theme. So we eat, we each mm-hmm. had like a David sweater and then we had a night where we dressed up as Moira and, um, that was kind of fun. We had like wigs and, you know, black over the top dresses. And, um, so that was pretty fun. But one of my favorite costumes, like I said, in college, I went out, uh, pretty big. So one was like I was big from Robin Big Throwback MTV. Oh, that's right. Um, that was that good. was fun. And it was it was easy. One that took a mm-hmm. lot more effort, but that was also fun, but slightly terrifying. Um, I dressed up as the Grinch, um, and so that took a lot more effort because I had to like be green and like be furry. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, that took some like creativity for that one. And then uh, I did do a customs costume, not a custom, a couple's costume. Um, what was it? Uh, it was, Kelby and I went as, um, oh, I can't think of the character's name. I just had it in my head. Is it? Uh, Bam Bam. Is it the Flintstones? Yeah. The Bam Bam and Pebbles. Pebbles. Pebbles is who I couldn't remember. Yeah, we went as Bam Bam and Pebbles. Um, That's cute. And that was, that was fun. So that reminds me of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West getting a divorce. Yeah. Do you still think it's real? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like All right. a done deal. Just checking in. Sometimes it crosses my mind because like I don't keep up with the Kardashians and yet they cross my mind. And so I wonder how they're doing. Yeah. That's all. I, 
not that I, like, know their relationship, and I never, I mean, if it was, like, a Kardashian marathon on, I think it's on E-Network, um, I'd, like, watch a couple episodes that day, but I never, like, every, mm. you know, Wednesday or whatever mm, they come yeah. on TV, I never was, like, ooh, Kardashians are on, gotta, gotta watch, um, but just yeah. a little bit I know from the show and that I know from just, like, the internet, um, Kanye is, is seen, can be a lot, and I don't want to put it all on Kanye, definitely not, um, Connie? Kanye. Kanye. Sorry. Yeah, Connie, saying. that, I'm... that Connie, um, <laughs> Connie. No, Connie. Get it together, Connie. Kanye. Um, he just seems like he, he's had a lot going on, and that would be challenging. I mean, you're married, so, like, you make these vows <laughs> to, like, better or worse, but, um, it would be it, it would be hard to be married to someone with mental health issues. Not that you that person can't be in a successful relationship, but we don't know what was going on. Yeah. As a person with mental health issues, I do wonder, should I even get married? Kind of for those same reasons. I would I wouldn't like say no. Um, you just hope that you'd have a spouse that, you know, do better or worse, um, that would be willing to go, like, you know, something happened and things got rough, that they would be able to stick it out with you. Yeah. And that might not even be the reason why they're getting a divorce. You're saying mental health issues is not, may not be May the not reason. be the reason. Who knows? That's, like, between mm -hmm. them, but. Well, as a person who is happily married for the past five years and in a loving relationship, what do you feel about the phrase, you know when you know, in regards to relationships? Relationships or, like, marriage? Marriage, I suppose, yeah. Um, I, I do think that there are some people who, who can feel that way, um... And it works out for them. I do think there are some people where it they just fall in love with like everyone, um, kind of quickly and like just go dive right into it. And you know sometimes that works out, but like some of the thing like relationships I'm thinking of, they didn't work out. Um, like there's this person that I know. I'm not like good friends with them. I just know them and. I think they're going on, like, their third or fourth engagement. Um, and I, I don't want to be coming from, like, a judgy tone or anything. But, like, that's that seems like a person who, like, falls in love quickly and just, like, dives in. Um, and, unfortunately, that, like, hasn't worked out for him um, these previous times. But hopefully, you know, it does in the future. But for me, I am not that person. Um, I mean... Mm -hmm. It wasn't like one day I was like, oh, Kelby is the man <laughs> for me and I'm going to marry him. <laughs> like, it, it, it was like a gradual thing for me. Just kind of like, okay, okay, okay. Like, you know, that made no sense. Mm -hmm. But um, for me, it was like a gradual thing. And I was like, okay, I can spend the rest of my life with this person. I always said that if I didn't think that we would get married and that it would be like a long-term relationship that I would end it and so for me it was like I never felt that it couldn't be I never felt that I didn't want to be in the relationship except for one time um but I was like a week after we started dating <laughs> um but I wasn't ever just like oh, I know he's the one for me um but that's just not my personality either yeah, that's fair. But I definitely think it could work. But I also think, like, arranged marriages can work. I mean, there's proof that they yeah. can. Mm -hmm. um, Kelby, on the other hand, he said, I mean, he didn't, like, say he, like, knew. But he, he said that he knew I was different. And so, mm. pretty early on. He didn't tell me that. That's just an idea he had in his head. So, you know. Who did he tell? I don't, I don't know. He told... You're saying he didn't tell you at yeah. the time? Yeah. He told me later. Oh, sure. Oh, 
I was trying to get at, like, where are you hearing all this hot gossip about what your husband thought of you? From him. (laughs) (laughs) Just several years later. (laughs) I heard this romantic gossip from you. That's cool. I once told a large group of people that I felt that the best place to meet a person is at the grocery store, and a lot of people did not support that idea, and so I got on my soapbox about it for a couple of minutes, and I think I convinced some people to try it. That's neither here nor there. Will you, like, run your cart into another cart? Like... I mean, I suppose you could do that if you felt like that was the strategy you needed <laughs> oh, to take. Oh, I, I like, see you're you getting Pop-Tarts. Like that, That's my favorite flavor, too. Like... <laughs> Well, truthfully, I can tell you that the example I gave to them, like, if you see someone in the produce section buying radishes, and you've been considering eating a radish, but you don't know how, you and you think this person is attractive to you in some way, you can ask them, oh, radishes? How do you eat those things? Like, that was my example that I used, which is equally as, I mean, I guess you might as well just, like, hit them with a cart. Because I mean, like... Yes, they could be. But, like, what happens when they're not, like, you're like, onions? How do you eat onions? You know, like. Well, right. Like, yeah, it's like whatever it is. I mean, okay, if they were. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Apples. Hold on. on. What are those? Um, All right. Say it's onions. Oh, I see you're getting an onion. I always have a hard time cutting those things. Do you know how to. Do you know how to dice an onion? Like, if it's. I mean, if it's genuine. But but most likely it's not. It's a pickup line. And so, like, I don't. Right, if I see a cute of... boy, like, if I wasn't married and he has an onion, like, I know how to dice an onion. During, I don't know how to dice an onion. Can you walk me through it in the grocery store? <laughs> I get what you're saying. I just, like, as a person that, like, if that ever happened to me. I'd just be like, um... (laughs) So, I am never going to give a person a pickup line in a grocery store. (laughs) I was merely giving an example of, if you want to meet a person, and part of your, like, nature, your identity, (laughs) your behavior is, like, to talk, to approach someone, because, like, I am not a person to, like, go up to people and approach them for the first time. That's not in my wheelhouse. That's not, like, a tool that I have sharpened over time. And so the likelihood of me, like, asking someone how to eat a radish, like, that's not going to happen in a, like, a romantic type of setting. But if a person felt that they were that type of person, then, like, here's a, here's a possible, like, scenario in which you can use that skill. In the context that it came up, it was the it was the conversation of coffee shops are closed and working at a coffee shop gives me the opportunity to be around people from the community that I am not normally around, therefore giving me a chance to like look at the available market of people. And I hate to use the word market in that context and at the same time, like people act and feel as if they're, like, desperate for a partner sometimes. And, like, they go to coffee shops and then, like, they look for people. And so, like, you can ask a person, like, oh, do you put sugar in your coffee? But, like, that's stale. We've we've been doing that. Who's so, been like, doing that? Talk to... I don't know. <laughs> do you, Not do me. you put sugar in your coffee or do you, like, a black like me? Oh! I mean, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have. I shouldn't be talking about pickup lines. Apparently, I mean it was. Don't. It's a good pickup line. I just don't like pickup lines. Hey, how do you eat that radish? So sure. I'm. I'm just like, if you see a cute person in the grocery store, just be direct with them. Hey, you're cute. That's always been my go-to. Now I haven't had like. Hey, you're cute. That's your. Well, go-to. I'm just saying, just being direct. Like, hey, I think you're cute. What's your name? They're like, hey, I'm Shika. Oh, okay. Like. What's your name? Like, I, I would rather just, like, because if I'm in the grocery store shopping and someone asks me a question, like, I take it as, like, the question, and then I, like, move on. Oh, and, sure. Like, yeah. Think, like, oh, they're trying to, like, strike up a conversation with me. 
Right. That's why um, students of mine, if you are following along and heeding my advice, you have to, like, give a nice intro at the beginning to, like, make sure that they know that it's a pickup line and not just, like, some, I don't know, never mind. I'm working on my sales pitch for my pickup artist seminar weekend retreat. Well, you're going to have to be able to, like, I'm gonna... handle these questions a little bit better. I will be able to, because I'll be more prepared. This is the, just, like, the first brainstorming okay. session. I have to justify my high-ticket prices. <laughs> Even though you don't have any experience using them. No, they're gonna they're gonna buy tickets based purely on my charm and my selling capacity, oh. which is why I'm practicing. Have you ever had a sales job before? No. <laughs> no. I took business classes in undergrad and some of those classes the assignments were like do this mock sales call in front of the class and so the teacher can record it and Dumb the class. <laughs> no, like, this is not, yeah, this is not drama club. I am not getting acting credits for this, though you could give them to me. Does he want them? <laughs> uh, no, but also, like, if I could, like, double dip on some of those college credits, heck yes, I would have. I would have had so many, like, official degrees if if I were able to do that. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about college lately. This wasn't what I was going to bring up just a moment ago, but... College was not fun. College was not fun for me. It was like, I don't even know if I wanted to be there. Well, I know I didn't want to be there. But like, college was a weird time. I didn't, again, like, set out to just, like, rag on college real quick, but... Do you mean, like, your whole college experience? Do you mean, like, your time at OSU? Or, like... Uh, my whole, my whole college experience. Like, I learned things, sure. I don't feel like it really like set me up in the way that I felt the college dream was supposed to. But again, let me remind everyone, I put in absolutely zero effort in where I was going to go to college. So like I didn't necessarily shoot for the stars in that arena. Um, yeah. I mean, I, um, going to OSU wasn't my like first choice. Um, it was honestly, like, whoever sends me the next acceptance letter, that's where I'll go, type of a thing. Um, but Mm. I don't think that, I mean, I loved my, my experience, um, as a whole. I wish I would have tried harder at the beginning of it, like, academically. Um, but I, but I also wouldn't be, like, where I am now if I had, had done that, um. And I think all of those different um, experiences and, like, what I went through um, made me who I am today. And so I am grateful for it. And, you know, I met my husband there. I met some of my best friends there. Um, I learned some things about myself. And so, like, while I don't think – I have to have a degree to do my job. I have to have two degrees to do my job. Um and, but I don't think college is, like, necessary for everyone, um, especially at the cost that it's at. And um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's just, like, where our society is going, where, like, if you want to have more opportunities for employment in, like, a business world, like, corporate world, and I'm not talking about, like, you know, be a CEO or anything. Just, like, if you want, like, an entry-level job that's, like, decent, um, mm-hmm. a lot of times you have to have some type of college degree, um, for that, unless you go into more like a technical field, um, or you start like working for yourself. Um, so unfortunately, like that's what's happening, but schooling and learning all that stuff is not for everyone. Some people just do better, you know, learning on the job and experiencing life as an adult on their own versus like being, you're still kind of in a bubble when you're in college. You're like, you're like kind of an adult, but it's still like the security blanket that's all over you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree with what you're saying. I, I do think college is, I'm grateful I had the experience and now like it's foolish to say 
what I would do if I could do it again. And yet, if people were seeking advice, I would recommend that they, maybe if they didn't feel like fully committed to the idea of college, to start with some community college classes. And then if community college is where you would maybe intend to do all four years of your program, if it is four years, then like, I mean, there's technical schools. There's just, there's so many different types of schools to get further education that could eventually funnel you to a university once you had like the skills to do it. Because what you were saying too, how you wish that you were, you're, you were more academically focused whenever you first started. That's, that's how I feel. I was in classes that I was very interested in and I very much wanted to learn the information and managing my my own time, my schedule, my menu took away from focusing on class and I missed and then at some point I felt like I was wasting my money by being there. I didn't catch the spirit of it enough to stick with it all four years, I suppose. Like I felt like I put myself behind for some reason. I think it's more like whenever I say I didn't enjoy my college experience, I think I'm speaking more in that academic setting. Like socially it was a it was a nice time for me to like find people who I felt I leveled with truly as opposed to in high school whenever I felt like I didn't really have that like social unit or community and so that like that was nice to have for sure and then also before getting to college like in middle school high school things like Gilmore Girls were on TV and so this like oh I'm at Yale this is what college is like on TV when you go to Yale like okay this is not the college experience that I'm having um, but alright. Like, it, I guess the idea of it was very, like, romanticized, and I didn't see the romance in mm. it. I think that's ultimately what my beef is with gotcha. college. I didn't really have any, like, expectations. Um, and I didn't really have, like, a lot of expectations for me. Um, I mean, like, it was, you know, hope that I would, you know, finish college. Um, but I didn't really know what it would, would be like. I didn't watch Gilmore Girls. Um, I watched shows about people in high school. Um, <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, I didn't really have, like, an idea in my head. Um, and, like, I did pretty, like, I did good, like, with my grades at first. Um, I did go through, like, a depression period in college, which I just, like, stopped caring about at all. Um, and, like, it, and those classes are the one, like, some of them were just, like, genetic classes and that's what's kind of hard too like you're thrown into these classes the first two years like you're just taking like general classes and um, you don't really get to start taking like classes you're really interested in like major wise into your last two years um and by that time some people have already like left school they haven't even gotten to that part mm-hmm. of their education um which I also mm-hmm. like I also get because like you come to college and you're 18 and you don't really know what you want to do and I didn't I didn't go to grad school until I was like 25 or so and at that point I was still like "Eh, is this what I really want to do um and so that it's kind of hard to be like okay I'm putting like all of my coins in this bucket and hopefully it'll work Mm -hmm. out I definitely think that people who um go the community college route or take like a gap year or two maybe they're in the military and goes to school a little bit later or maybe they're more like it seems like they're more focused um and like know what their goals are um and kind of like you said Mm -hmm. like they've already experienced some life and they were able to like deal with that part of dealing as an adult um like that independence and then they're able to focus on their schoolwork. I don't know. It's hard to say. Mm. I need to uh, take a break to move my laundry over. Okay, perfect.
So we're back from intermission. Um, so Cinco de Mayo is this week. Mm-hmm. Do you ever participate in the festivities? I don't. I can elaborate. Why? Why? I, okay. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't believe in it. Okay. I don't believe in it as like a like a thing that we should be doing. Gotcha. Why? I tacos are great. Tacos are delicious. Fajitas are amazing. Tex Mex is great. Genuine Mexican food is great. Food is great. Margaritas delicious. Tequila dangerous and delicious. All of the like food things that Americans associate with Cinco de Mayo. Those are great things. Very lovely, delicious things. I don't think we need to attach the Mexican culture to a holiday that we overindulge in tacos and margaritas. Like, it it seems very, I can't think of the word, disingenuous. Is that a word? Just go with it. It seems very inauthentic. Okay. And I think that's, it seems that way because it is that way. Now, like, do you participate in, like, St. Patrick's Day? I have in the past, and in the more current future, no. For similar reasons, I feel, like, from my perspective, it feels as if St. Patrick's Day is embraced more so by the native culture that it's referencing than Cinco de Mayo does by its native culture that's being referenced. And so, like, because of that, it seems like it has more... Not a th- authority is the wrong word, but it's all I'm thinking of. It just... it. I guess it gives it, like, a little more credibility in a way. And yet, like, to me, like, that doesn't really excuse it. Like, I still think it's overblown and overdone. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so what about, like, do you know what, like, Juneteenth is? Mm-hmm. Have you heard it? I have, yeah. So, like, what if, like, so, like, that's pretty, like, chill holiday that's not, like, overdone, but, like, let's say in, like, 20 years, it becomes more of, like, a, like, national celebrated day where people go to, like, black-owned businesses and, like, do, like, cookouts and, like, you know, learn more about the black community and, like, our Independence Day and, like, all of that stuff. Um, like, how would you feel about it? I know this, like, this is, like, a big hypothetical, but, like, do you think you'd feel the same way? Do you think it, because it is, like, I mean, Juneteenth is, like, a real, like, holiday celebrated by the black community in America mm-hmm. so like do you think that would be something that you you feel like the same way like if it became like this big overdone production or do you think you'd be able to embrace it more I think I would be able to embrace it more because from in like in my timeline of existence Juneteenth was not something I was familiar with until I'll say maybe about a decade ago um if that, to be honest, like, it's not something that we talked about in grade school, in middle school, or in high school. It's something that came up in college, um, in, in that time, I suppose. And since knowing about it, I have learned of people in my area, people in my circle who, that's something, like, that they know about and that they celebrate personally and, privately or not privately but like they celebrate it and they celebrate it with like genuine intention and like like it's part of it's part of their culture it's part of their like joy and so for me like if I saw a person celebrating Juneteenth I would be happy and excited I I personally don't feel like I need to put up like Juneteenth decorations now in this hypothetical of if it became like this production like Cinco de Mayo, like St. Patrick's Day, I think I would, I would be like a little skeptical of it. And I would also be, what am I trying to say? I, I can't recall like if Cinco de Mayo was a, was an event that like the American culture did whenever I was a child. Does that make sense? Like I don't, 
Like, I guess I remember celebrating, like, St. Patrick's Day as a kid, but I don't necessarily remember celebrating Cinco de Mayo, but, like, maybe we did. Um, like, we did to a certain degree, like, we would talk about, um, like, it would be a day, like, in school where we talked about, like, Mexican culture. Okay. Um, besides, like, uh, I just had it, like, Day of the Dead. Um, Dia de los Muertos. Muertos, yes. Like, we would talk about that in, like, my Spanish class mm-hmm. um, around, like, in October. Um, and obviously, like, it's a Spanish class where we talked about different, like, Spanish cultures. Um, but. So, okay, so with that, thank you for articulating that. So, if if it, if it Juneteenth became, like, a more, like, commercially celebrated event... Maybe events the wrong word. A commercially celebrated holiday. I I think I would be a little skeptical about like the capitalization of it, but I would be mm-hmm. excited knowing that more people were learning about what it even is. Mm-hmm. Like getting the awareness of it. Like I think that's where I would be happy about it. But then how? Like yeah. Because I, I understand what you're saying. Like there's a fine line between like. Learning more about, like, a culture and, like, what a holiday, like, represents and, mm-hmm. like, putting money back into those businesses mm-hmm. versus, like, making a mockery out of it and calling it, like, Cinco de Drinko and, mm-hmm. like, all of that. And so, like, I, I get what you're saying. Because, like, for me, it's never been, like, oh, like, Cinco de Mayo. Like, um if, like, Kelby happens to want Mexican, because Kelby, like, loves Mexican food and, like, Tex-Mex and stuff, it's not, like, my favorite, and I have had some, like, really good authentic Mexican food before that I really enjoyed, um, but it's not, like, it's not, like, my go-to when I think of, like, the food that I want to eat, um, but yesterday, for example, um, it was Cinco de Mayo, and we needed to get some dinner, quickly um Mm -hmm. and there's just a lot of like fast food places around here and so a very close restaurant um happens to be a mexican restaurant is it kids um no the fan it's like a family-owned restaurant and the family lives in my neighborhood nice and so like it's the restaurant's like literally just like down the street cool um so we went there and got food and like we were putting money like back into to your neighbors that's dope to my neighbors and like their business and supporting them and so um like I don't mind celebrating things like that in like that way um same with like St. Patrick's Day like I'm don't need to like do all these different things I mean I'll I'll like wear green um and like I won't I may go get a drink from like like an Irish pub, mm, yeah. um, or something like that, um, but I'm not like, oh, thank God, you know, anything like that, um, and again, like, if I'm being honest, like, I don't really know a lot about, like, I have read about the history of, like, all of these different things at some point, but it's not, like, something I could just, like, verbatim, like, bat off, um, if someone, like, asked me, like, mm-hmm. you know, the origins and like all of that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I what I take issue with is whenever, for example, like Cinco de Mayo, can be referred to as like the quote Mexican Fourth of July, for certain people to like understand what it's being like what's being celebrated, but like that's not even what's being celebrated, and so just kind of like the the snowball effect of misinformation that follows whenever like big celebrations like that happen Mm -hmm. that's what um doesn't sit well with me and I'm also in in some way I feel very snobbish to admit this but it's relevant like I feel that same way whenever it comes to like American flags being used as like weird ridiculous pieces of clothing or table napkins stuff like that Like, I feel like these two things, the American flag situation and then, like, the way that Cinco de Mayo has become this conglomerate of wrong ideas 
and the fact that like both of those things are things that we celebrate in America. Like those are two things that I think are problems of America. Mm -hmm. I get that. I went on a few dates with a person one time and this person was a political science major and they really, really enjoyed politics. So much so they were studying it and they wanted to make a career path out of it. And one day I had to confess to this person, I do not believe we are suitable to like hang out any longer because politics is not something that I want to discuss my whole life. And it's something that you appear to really love. So therefore, like it wouldn't be fair to you if the person you were with didn't necessarily want to talk about one of your favorite subjects. And I think about that almost every single time that something political comes up. And so I just thought about that as I threw out my opinion on American flag voting. But I don't think I was wrong when I said that. But yeah, just letting you know. So what do you think about the 4th of July? Um, so the 4th of July, well, one time at a party, I was crowned Miss 4th of July, solely based on what I was wearing, and so that was really fun. Um, I was wearing a denim short, I was wearing a denim jumpsuit with, a sleeveless jumpsuit with shorts. It was super cute, and a red bandana in my hair. And I was named Miss 4th of July, and that was really fun. And fireworks make me a little skittish. I feel like more accepting of 4th of July because it's referring to the country in which I live. And... But you're not like talking about like the like independence and like the last battle and like all of that stuff. Say that again? Like, like on the 4th of July, like... I, I understand, like, I, I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate or yeah, whatever. Yeah, But, like, um, so, like, you live in the country, like, you accept it, but, like, what people are doing is, like, I mean, I guess maybe the difference is, like, the cultural, appropriate like, appropriation of it, mm. but, like, it's, like, still the same thing, like, right. people, like, drinking and doing fireworks and wearing American flag t-shirts and... Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. I. But maybe I, it's like the cultural appropriation of it? I think that's what it is. The cultural appropriation. Because, like, I don't feel like I am... I don't feel like it's in my place to celebrate Cinco de Mayo or the other one, St. Patrick's Day. And so, like, I just wave to everyone at a distance and, like, do my own thing for the day. For 4th of July, it feels a little different because it is that cultural appropriation that you're saying. Like, it feels more, like, comfortable because it's in reference to America. I'm living in America. I'm an American. Okay, America. What I don't connect with is, like, the, the like, whys of 4th of July because it's a day that a piece of paper was signed or, like, put into place. And, like, the the war that ensued for that to happen spanned years and was at a different time and we're not celebrating that like so it's still a conflicting thing for me and but then I also like get paid time off that day and the 5th of July is kind of a bummer I feel bad for the I feel bad for the days like after holidays? Yeah. Yeah. I think the 5th of July is only a bummer when the 4th of July is a Tuesday or a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Well, this year, 4th of July is on a Sunday. But you get the you get that Monday off. Oh, I love 4th of July on a Sunday. Yeah. So, when a holiday falls on, like, a Sunday, you get that following Monday off. I would much rather that happen because if... if like, if 4th of July happened on a Monday, yeah, okay, I'm with you whenever you say it's depressing now. If I don't even think, was depressing was the word you used? You said, I use whatever word you used. Okay, alright. <laughs> well, yeah, because I would much rather have a non-holiday off of work than, like, the actual holiday. Same. Yeah. 
So, like, some people take off, like, Christmas Eve and Christmas. Like, I would rather take off, like, Christmas and the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, which, I understand why people take off, like, the day before a holiday. Like, if they're, like, cooking and have last minute things to do. Because, like, mm-hmm. but that's not a relaxing day. That's a prep day. You're still working. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. And I, I really do enjoy being, like, out in the world on holidays like that it something about it means more to me than being at home and like not being around different people because it's on days like Christmas that I'm working that I interact with people that are kind of like the extreme opposite of what I would interact with on a daily basis and some of the best Christmas movies happen outdoors and at work I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I th- oh oh gosh, I watched something, and I was gonna ask you about it, and now I can't think about what it was at all. You really need to start like picking. I really do. Because <laughs> you've said that how many times tonight? <laughs> I have I said it more than once. Yeah, like you wanted. To, like start the show or like you had like a topic you wanted to talk about and you forgot and Ooh. there was like a point you were going to make and then you forgot wow okay. I didn't quit smoking weed <laughs> honestly what was it that I watched that is strange comedy like a drama murder mystery um I don't believe it was a murder mystery it could have been a comedy yeah, maybe it could have been a show. It might have been a Netflix show, and it could have been on Hulu. Mm. Still a lot of yeah, and I'm trying to think of what it was that I felt was relevant to talking to you about it. Hmm. Oh, I watched Moxie. Moxie is the newest movie directed by Amy Poehler, and she also stars in it. She's the protagonist's mom, and her character is essentially like the antithesis of the mom character that she plays in Mean Girls, which is really funny. Um... So, uh, so I'm interested to hear, if you happen to watch it, I'm interested to hear what you think about it, because I certainly have thoughts. So, Moxie. That's what it was. I'm so happy with myself for remembering. Alright, I'm getting sleepy. Anything else? Nothing, that's good. Alrighty, well this has been the Sheik and Emily Show. Thanks for listening, you know where to find us. Bye. Bye.